us talk at all. I'm Jeff. And I'm Anvil. And we are going to talk about all kinds of neat things today. Well, okay, no, no, no. but... No, all kinds. Really. Okay, all right. Okay, well, yeah. but first and foremost, remember, folks, this show is for entertainment purposes only. If we mention names, they're just pure coincidence if they're real people or not. Uh, secondly, uh, the opinions expressed on this show are not necessarily the opinions of the people who oh, own the show. Oh, management. Um, so please keep that in mind. Yeah, please. Uh, this is for entertainment purposes only, and really shouldn't be listened to by anyone at any time. Okay. Yeah, for the, you know. And um, if you are one of those baby killing lovers, you this is really not the show that we So, so it's for those twenty-eight Americans and <laughs> those people in India and Indonesia that are listening to us, uh, the folks in New York, California, Ohio, Nebraska, Nevada, Arizona, and and, and Michigan. Actually, we got a lar- large following in Michigan right now. Why oh, is that? Michigan's our big state. Well, Michigan is big for uh, um, the dog band stuff, so we really got to do a show about dog band in Michigan shortly. Um, you know, so now Lyle and Bigfoot, of course, uh, I think dog band's dog band. The dog band's big in Michigan. It's not about dog band today. People are just goddamn crazy. Well, I so know. I think there could be something to it. Well, but I, I get, no, no, I, I don't, I don't think believing in dog band is crazy. Right. But now they're saying it's like Anubis. Anubis is the Egyptian god of death. Oh. Okay. And it looks like a giant right. hairless dog with no. big pointed ears. No, it's not what they're saying. So, so they got a picture of Anubis. Right. Big Egyptian god, black dog, pointy ears, no fur. And then they have inserted next to it this thing that looks like the wolf man, but it's supposed to be the dog man. And like, oh, you know, and they kind of, oh, oh, I always thought it had something to do with Anubis. It had, I, without knowing more on the subject, I'm going to go on a limb and say, I'm pretty sure it has nothing effing to do with the Egyptian god Anubis. Yeah, I would agree. Especially when the sightings are here in America. Yeah, I would agree with you. Okay, so yeah, I'm yeah, just, yeah, just going to, I get that. I, I believe in the dog man. Right. I think anything's possible. Don't think Anubis, the, the god of the underworld. Um, the, the cool thing about the dog man is, to me, and what I find fascinating about it is the eyewitness reports that I've read so far. I've read quite a bit, actually. I believe it or not. I've probably read about 30 reports, maybe 35. Um, I want to do a lot more before I actually you know, go into depth on it. Um, but the basic um, you know, uh, sighting uh, description of this thing is it looks like a werewolf. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't turn into human. You know what I'm saying? It's right. You know what I'm saying? And I just thought that was really cool. I'm like, well, you know, I don't know. Well, let's do more research. It's not like very it. short future. Maybe next week this will be the show. Uh, because I've done a lot of research already. But I really want to nail it home before the show. So what did you do this? Uh, I worked. I got back. I did my first full week of work. You know, small, almost full. I did 32 hours. Sure, thanks for Took the casino. I never mentioned. I don't know. Yeah. I got one. I, yeah, I, I know. So, <laughs> the casino, and um, took a couple early outs because I could. Um, which is a, it's a, one of the nice side benefits that no one else in the casino has. Mm-hmm. The dealers, they can sign a list, and then if we're slow, 
they start cutting viewers loose to get paid uh -huh. right, right, right. Um, without giving us points on our attendance. Right. right. Uh, no one else in the casino gets that. I'm not sure why it didn't make it into the contract, the union contract, in the next few years. Because I know a lot of the departments were bitching about it. Right. But it did. But we still had that. So I, I took advantage of it. So I did 32 hours. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's good to be back. Um, I'm talking about the dog, man. I'm talking about uh, just, just the stupid, idiot shit you see. So there's a picture posted on, again, you know, the internet, Facebook, whatever. And it's posted by some paranormal group. And it's a picture of this guy. It's a hunter. You can tell he's a redneck hunter. Probably by the two guys you saw out when they're out looking for Bigfoot. And they've got this thing that looks like mangy kind of coyote dog wolf thing. It's But it's short and stock. It's not like a... It looks almost like an oversized corgi that's not tan and white, but black and white. But if you look at its legs, they're hands and feet. But they're like baby hands. Like They look like little baby hands and arms and hmm. legs and feet. Right? And again, I just, people just amaze me. So they're like, yeah, we, we found this. This thing charged us and we shot it because we, okay. you know, so. And we called the Rangers and they came and got it and told us we had to be quiet about it. Couldn't talk about it. And they they said four or five times the word chupacabra came up. <laughs> right? So, so I'm already laughing at this shit because it's just too funny. And to look at it is just too funny. Look, it's it's all dog until they yeah. until they... Until they photoshop in the arms and legs, which I am sure, I am sure that's what they did. But here are the comments on, on the, wow, someone must have spent a lot of money to make that model or puppet. It's not a model or puppet, it's a dead fucking dog <laughs> that they photoshopped these baby parts on to. Chupa, 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 chupa. Chupac bullshit is what it is. But you know, you gotta hand it off to them because there's enough people out there that are stupid enough to believe it, so. Yeah, there is. Okay, you gotta give me a little credit. Yeah, a lot of them are Democrats on the, <laughs> on the, on the Washington Capitol. Because they'll believe anything. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. Um, speaking of such. I don't like train thoughts, are you See, this happens to you. You know what you want to say? It's on a tip of your tongue, and then it's gone. Oh, I want to talk about me. Want to talk about you? Talk yeah, about yeah, me. Yeah, that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, I hate that. You know, I had to go see that song about bitching concert. Toby Keith. Yeah, I love Toby Keith. Yeah, so did she. Yeah, good song. Yeah, so did she. But anyway, so she made me see him at least once. I saw all kinds of country shows at that shop. That my ex wife. Little Sasquatch. But anyway, she's not little anymore. She's kind of big. You know what? Oh, you know, I wanted to ask you a question. What? Okay, so who like, um, has a few health problems? I, I have a few. Yeah, yeah. Now, were you one of those people in your in your twenties, in your in your early thirties, that ate all kinds of shit? Just sat there and just uh, picked out fucking McDonald's I, and shit. I am still one of those people. Okay, so, so yes, right. So I mean, this that, is what I understand. That's what so okay, so I'm surrounded in a different atmosphere by FLPs. I'm not going to explain what yeah, that means. Yeah. You know what it means, and. I watch every day as they stuff their FLP faces with junk. I mean, this literally junk, right? And, you know, I just don't get it. I mean, like, you're, you're young, and you're already semi-big, and you're getting bigger. And, you know, 
I, I just don't, don't you have any regard for your health? You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, it bugs the shit out of me. I don't know. Yeah, like, no, I, I feel it bugs no. the shit out of me. I shouldn't say it. I'm just like, I know I can't comprehend is more of the, the correct thing I'm thinking. I'm like, don't they know what they're doing to themselves? So all of, you know, they have all this concern, you know, a lot of these FLPs with the environment and, oh, you know, how are we going to pay our college debt? Oh my gosh, we need not believe the shit out of here. And, you know, uh-huh. basically, no, they go down the route of, I hear over here things, and they go down the route where, oh, you know, uh, you know, the government should do something. Basically, no, not the government, you idiot, the taxpayer. You're saying the taxpayer should pay for your college because you're too stupid to understand what kind of interest rate you were paying, dummy. And look, whatever. So, going on that, so I got to listen to this shit, and then I got to watch them stuff their faces full. So, they're worried about their college loans, which... Great, frankly, you're going to die before you pay it off anyway, the way you're going. Oh, yeah. And secondly, secondly, you're worried about the environment. Again, you're going to die before you have to worry about the environment because you're stuffed in your face. Fuck the bullshit. What the fuck's wrong with you? Okay, got the problem. These are the things I would never say in the real world. I get that. I appreciate that you feel free and open and express them here. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> so, so, anyway, so yeah, I, you know, I did. I was, I was one of those. Back then, you could. You could eat it and metabolize it right off and whatever. Right. Um, I will say, for me, it's it's sometimes a matter of convenience. Sometimes it's a matter of financial. Sometimes it's cheaper just to get a burger there and then you have to go out and shop and get $30 for food to make a meal when you get home. I try not to eat the Burger King and McDonald's stuff. I try to... If there's, a, if there's a healthier choice, I try to take even when it's not healthier. I'm sure it's not real meat or different. It's something that's closer to it. I know this shit was never pink slime. It may have been scrapings from somewhere yeah. else, but the chicken sandwiches, it looks like it could have been chicken at one point. But, you know, I was in the mall, and it was the last weekend, the weekend before, and I had a choice. I was hungry. Mm-hmm. I could either eat at Arby's, which was what the, really where I was heading. I was walking with Arby's. And then I'm like, you know what? No, I'm gonna eat healthy. I'm gonna go to Ruby Tuesdays and I have a sound bar. It was 12 bucks, like 11.95. But you know right. what? I eat healthy. I made a conscious decision, and I do that at work or my other environment as well. I I make conscious. I don't like. We have these things where we have uh, not we um, in this other environment in this fantasy world uh, that doesn't really exist. Uh, from time to time, there are big you know luncheons where we uh, they would order. You know, out right for food, and um, <coughs> there's healthy stuff on the menu, but hardly anybody ever gets the healthy stuff. I've noticed, but I have stopped doing that a to save money, and b because I know the stuff I bring to work is normally much healthier. You know, I'll bring soup, homemade soup, or or you know, salad, and you know, a side dish. You know, uh, ham sandwich. Right. You know, and you know something. No, I get it. Get it. No, I get it. How do you get out this food? I don't know because you were. Uh, my I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I get it. In the book, and, 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 and if I was in the mall, I probably I would probably take that option as well because I don't mind the, the salad bar so much at Ruby Tuesdays. Yeah. But by the time I get done with it, I'm not sure if it's any healthier. Yeah, like I'll put, I'll put the green stuff on. Oh, I'll put the veggies on. But then, like, like I'll put, you know, enough dressing on it to make me happy. There's some croutons in there. Sometimes there's like little bacon chunks. No, bacon chunks. So. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So. But you, you would. But you So, so, uh, you know, but it, but it's it is. 
it's it's part of the it's the system. It's the system. It's the brain. It's the brainwashing because it'll cost you a dollar for a burger, but it'll cost you three or four dollars for a salad. Right. Exactly. So. You're gonna, you're gonna take the you're gonna take the dollar for the burger. No, that's, that's a strong, strong argument too, right? I mean, you know, so there's there's that too. It's part of the program. It's part of the the brainwashing, the programming. You know, we want to eat healthy, but we we put a high price tag on that. And then, you know, I don't think people truly understand that the average American. That isn't where they're putting their, you know, play money. Well, I take great pleasure. Yeah. Not pleasure. No, pleasure right. is not the right word. Uh, I take um, solace, I guess, mm-hmm. is the word, uh, in the fact that I know, and I, I really know this, by the way, this is really kind of funny. Unless I'm hit by a back truck or some kind of accident, you know, I know I'm going to outlive many people that I encounter each day who are younger than me. I know this already. I know. I know for a fact. I know I'm going to outlive my siblings. I already know that. One's much younger than I am, but I it just, you know, I, I, that, it is what it is. You know, I just, I just know certain things. Like, I, I can't explain it. You know, oh, I look right. at people and I say, holy shit, that person's 15 years younger than me, but I know I'm going to outlive that oh, person. Yeah. I, oh, that, oh, that's that's pretty fucked up. Look at people. I look at people that are yeah. my classmates and I have stuff. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What? <laughs> you know, what? Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. And, and the only thing I use to justify is that I've got medical conditions, but I don't have what you think the medical condition should be based on my dietary lifestyle. Right. Like, yeah, I've got a heart issue, but it's the fact that the heart muscle won't pump efficiently. It's not because my arteries are clogged with shit. Right. Um, yeah, I had an aortic repair because it was dissecting but that was because I had high blood pressure from stress you know the job I was working and I was an A personnel which means I got pissed off about everything believe me it all changed after 13 hours of open heart surgery you know so (laughs) you know even even as most recently as last time they went in and checked things out on the inside there was very little plaque filled up by my artery. That's awesome. My cholesterol is always been below the top threshold. Sometimes significantly, sometimes just barely, but it's always been below. And I haven't taken any meds for cholesterol and all that. So, and I'm not saying it makes it right. I'm just saying my health reasons are, are other issues, not just my dietary. My weight is my dietary issue. Right. But also the fact that a lot of things now make it tough for me to be as active the way I was active before. I have two artificial hips that don't allow me to run with the other kids. You know, right. Or, you know, the fact that my heart doesn't pump efficiently, so I get winded very easily. So, you know, whatever. Uh, student loans, yeah, student loans suck. And yeah, but the only way, uh, you'll pay them till you die. Yeah. Uh, Alani got her bill today. Alani, oh, uh, yeah, I'm, you said it. I, 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 you know what? I know I talked about this, show. I'm not going to talk about it. Tonight. What do you say? <laughs> blah, blah. So, uh, 
they did their adjustments based on income, which isn't based on income, it's based on how much they think they can bleed out of you yep. in your lifetime. Uh, Lonnie has a monthly payment at this point of $531. God, her, her mortgage. That's a nice car. Her, her mortgage and my car payment equal what her student loan payment Good God. is. Um, and she will be paying that month in, month out until she dies. That's great. Until she dies. I, we, we see no no end in sight. And it's because, and it's, and you're right, they should be smart about the interest and thing. But then the company sucks you in too because you get stuck, you call and ask them for a deferral, and they think, okay, yeah, we'll defer for you. Well, yeah, they say you, you don't have to make payments, but they keep whacking you with the interest on Whacking you with the interest. Whacking you with the interest. So, so my my suggestion to anyone that has a student loan: never get out of school. There you go. Find a job that allows you to keep your your college career going, and because you're not out of college yet, you don't have to pay it back. Yep. Take one course. Whatever it is. It's cheaper to do that. Whatever it is, yeah, because cheaper to take one course. So yeah, we yeah we we ended <laughs> with that today. So. Um, on the upside, again, it's, see, we call oh, this an upside, folks. There is an upside. So um, we call this show Let's Talk It All because that's what we do, which is funny because other shows like The Bigfoot Show and UFOs are us yeah. and all these other stuff, people get pissed off when they get off the topic of not talking about Bigfoot yeah, and UFOs. Exactly. Yeah, so we kind of covered our butts when we tied the show. But, um, so I had surgery. I just came out of surgery, back surgery, and uh, the the invasive, which is where they cut me open, break my ribs, go in, work on the heart, put the pacemaker in, put the wires in, put me back together, bolt and plate my ribs back into place. Um, Fifty thousand dollars. Holy sugar! Fifty thousand dollars. Stupid gigawatts. Now. I have insurance. Scott, I, yeah, I have insurance <laughs> to work, and I will say, if you are someone, if you are a young person that is healthy, probably insurance and that an expense you need to worry about here. But someone like me that would possibly find themselves going in under the knife at any given time, this is where the insurance pays off. So out of the fifty thousand, I'm rounding numbers, fifty thousand that I owe to. The surgeon for the surgery between the dates of whatever and whatever things three four days in the hospital. Insurance covered forty nine thousand five hundred dollars. Holy sugar! That's I've got fabulous. I've got like a five hundred dollar bill. I got I got a one percent bill. That's awesome. On that now, mind you, the first procedure they tried to do. You yeah, I am one percent. <laughs> so, mind you, the first procedure they did, which was less invasive. Less recovery time, less surgical time, cost me fifteen hundred dollars after insurance. Wow. I, I don't understand that yet. I'm not gonna argue with them, but right. yeah, so I got that bill today too. I'm like, oh but no, I always thought it was a fifty thousand. <laughs> and I'm thinking, just got the widow up. Yeah, ten. Because you know, usually with Blue Cross Blue Shield yeah. it's 20 20 ish percent. Insurance company either paid or disallowed. 99% of what I got charged for 
for this procedure awesome. to put my face paint. That's great. So that was a huge. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, that being said, uh, well, I, uh, I, I what do we got going? I have a little news uh, before we jump and jump in. I uh, so you know I bought the H two Hummer, and oh, so I've been doing little things here and there. Um, you know, it has two DVD players in the back seat. So you get better mileage than I do. What's that? You get better mileage than I do. Yeah, that was that was coming down an off ramp. Oh, was it? Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm fucked. I'm like twenty three. Like. Wait a minute. That's my Sorrento. What the what the fuck is that about? Sixty four hundred pounds. That's it. Granted, he's probably got a hundred gallon gas tank that cost him three hundred dollars to fill up, but thirty two gallon tank. And uh, no it real world on the highway, so far the highest I got was like seventeen point one. Okay. You know, but in town it literally it's like nine miles a gallon. There's no fucking around there. Um but uh, it's a Hummer. I mean, you yeah, buy it for gas mileage. You know, you, you right, no, take it to the gas station every other day and get its fucking morning feeding done. You know, <laughs> that's what it is. So anyway, a Hummer. So I've been, you know, when I, when I bought it, you know, when the, the first time I turned on one of the DVD players in the back seat, mm-hmm. it did, the screen came up all screwy. I'm like, well, the screen's cracked. So then I started looking online for replacements, and they're fucking outrageous kind of things. Like fuck. So anyway, the other one works fine. You know. So then I, you know, you can you can. Either side, you can do cool things with it. You can put a DVD player in, hit play, and the headphones for my Yukon work in this because it didn't have headphones. Okay. So, so now I took the headphones on the Yukon and put it on right. this. So, and each one is will work only on the TV you're in front of, which is really kind of cool technology. You know, because yeah. they're not plugged in, it's all wireless. So I don't know how right. the hell they did well, this. Back this is, is, okay, yeah. You know, 15, 10 years ago, whatever. Right. So, anyway, so um, I found out by playing the DVD in the driver's side one. You can set it to play on that one at the same time, so you can watch the same movie. You right. know what I'm saying? And the screen will work. Right. So I, I dickered around with it, I got it to work, working on its own. So you can watch independent movies if you want. Sure. Meet the person, or you can combine them and you can like watch fun, one off it. Fun it's first just, class. Yeah, it's really kind of it's yeah. really kind of cool. Yeah. You know, so I got all that. I was really happy about that. And then I uh, I found the uh, online on eBay. I found a, the original hose. They're like 25 feet long, and they have the, the pressure gauge built in. They plug into the compressor on okay. the truck, so you can pump your tires. Because mine didn't have it anymore; it's gone. Okay. And I got the case with it. Everything. It was 34 dollars. I didn't mind Jesus. paying 34 dollars because I got the case, I got the original hose, I got the plug-in. Can you get an air compressor third party for 34 bucks? Well, no, it's not the compressor itself. It's well, I mean, the, the whole thing. Yeah, so it goes to the vehicle. Yeah. You know, so the compressor works fine. Oh, I, mean, I just need right. a hose kit. So now I've got that. So I'm happy about that. You know, so uh, it's just the little things I've been doing. I'm figuring out what I'm trying. I don't understand what all the switches do yet. It's like being in a cockpit. There's all these switches, and I don't know what they all do yet, what lights they work. So I may be high beaming people at this point because I put the high density beams in anyway, and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but it's just fun. It's fun to play around with something because you didn't get an owner's manual, you know, and so figure <laughs> shit out as you go. I did figure out, you know, that I uh, mine came what was called the Adventure. Package. Jesus. Yeah, the off-road adventure package. Oh, Jesus. You know, uh, there was a luxury package, there was the base, and then there was an adventure package. I had the adventure package, nice. apparently. You know, so which is kind of cool. The luxury package Some came appropriate. with a, like a wood grain dash, and, you know, and the, and the, the on, not the, I have on car, but the, um, uh, the GPS thing, you know, with the map like my Yukon has. Um, that was the luxury model. But in the adventure model, you know, you got you got these cool, you know, chrome roof racks with box 
and, 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 and you've got the air suspension with the air compressor right. built in to pump up your tires if you're off-road, and you got the extra button that will raise the vehicle up another three inches if you need it. You know, I mean, this stupid shit they came right. with, you know, so it, it's just pretty yeah, So I'm just having fun with it. Um, but tonight, I wrote down, as I said, all kinds of neat stuff in my my alter universe, and I forgot my notes in the alter universe, but I have a great memory. I know you do. So we have two things I wanted to talk about, and one was stigmata. Okay. Okay, and the other thing was I have a great SAS question. Okay. So which would you like to start with? Uh, let's go with stigmata. All right. So stigmata. Um, I became interested in stigmata when I found about the... Uh, Father or Pedro, Father Pedro, I think was the name, or Petro. The, the heathen bastards in our audience. <laughs> what is the stigmata? Oh, the stigmata is the, the the event that happens where one bleeds through the palms or wrist and uh, through the, the ankles or feet and uh, uh, the side and uh, sometimes the crown of the head where Jesus had all the wounds okay. done when he was on the cross. So we got nailed, you know, the bleeding from the hand. Mm -hmm. uh, or the, uh, the palms, or the, uh, the wrist, or and the feet, and of course there was a wound by the, the spear in the side, and then the crown of thorns would, you know, some people bleed. Um, so I, I got fascinated with this. Now this one gentleman, this one father, um, he, he, had, uh, he had stigmata for over 50 years of his life. And in that 50 years, he was examined by over 20, like, very certified doctors. And none of them could find any signs of, you know, the, you know, trying to, now, did he have all the signs of it, or just the palms? No, he had everything. He had palms, right. the side, and the thorns. Right, thorns. That's nice. Yeah. And uh, so he had everything. And uh, he also had an amazing gift where he could heal people. Um, very well documented, you know, not the shit you see on the stage or Kenny Bins up there healing people. Mm -hmm. You know, they're walking on the girls all crap. But this guy could, apparently, his father could really do never charge him with a dime. You know, he's a monk, basically, right. you know, in the Catholic Church, uh, Roman Catholic Church. Um, so I got interested in from that, and what I found out was very interesting, which I did not know, but the percentage of females to males at stigmata is huge in percentages, right? Mm -hmm. Females actually make up 80% of stigmata cases. 80, think about that for a minute. Jesus was a man, but females make up 80% of that you know, of that, uh, of the people who have stigmata, there's only 20% males. But you only hear about the males, which I, you know what I'm saying, in the news anyway, which right. I just find was quite fascinating. And I think that's something to do with the Catholic Church, because, you know, to have anything as a miracle, you know, it's a gigantic event in the church. Right. Know, it's got investigations for years, and special committees, and, right. you know, and the cardinal's got a vote on it, and then it goes to the Pope, and all this other horse shit that goes on with it. You know, so, um, and, and, you know, obviously, uh, the Catholic Church is set up around the male leading the church, and the female is always going to be a second rule, like the nuns who shut their mouths and suck cock when they're not, you know, talking. They're not supposed to talk. And, um, I'm sorry, it's kind of what happens. So, um, but the, the point being is, and I think the reason, you see the high percentage of females that have the, the stigmata symptoms, uh, 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 the phenomena, um, but you don't see that reflected in the news cases or in the reports of it because the Catholic Church, I think, really puts a foot down on it, you know, like kind of crunch that mm -hmm. shit down. Um, so I found that quite fascinating. Um, there was one case uh, from, uh, I think it was 1112, the year 1112, 
Um, and it was the first documented case of it. It was a, uh, it was a priest. Um, and uh, he was, and I got to paraphrase a little here, folks. I do apologize. And this is the whole, I wrote the whole story down. Uh, and of course, I forgot my notes. Uh, but anyway, uh, so he went up uh, on a mountain to pray. It was a deep thought for 40 days. He was towards the end of his life, basically. He was, I think he was around 70 years old. And he wanted to do one last pilgrimage on this mountain in Italy. That's a famous mountain. There's now a, uh, like a Catholic temple there, kind of thing. a monastery, mm -hmm. correct terminology. And uh, anyway, he was up on the mountain, and he said that uh, on the clouds, as he was praying, uh, the most gorgeous, beautiful male angel came down. But as the angel got closer, you could see it was an immense pain, and you could see all these wounds. You know, it was bleeding from the forehead and palms, and all the, the, the places where Jesus was wounded uh, during the crucifixion uh, was coming off this angel. And uh, there was a conversation between him and the angel at some point. Uh, again, I, I'm sorry, I don't have all the correct details. I just know something happened there. But after that event, he was the first documented case of Dumax. After that, for the next five years that he lived, he had to take body. And, uh, it, you know, it's a very quite, you know, fascinating uh, you know, story. Uh, so if you want to research it, it's a great story to research. You get better details than uh, I can offer on this, obviously. Um, what I want to do in the future is I want to do a more in-depth study on the females, the cases I can find that have stigmata. Um, and this is because, he goes, you know, I, I have a, a conflict with the Catholic Church. I think we've kind of touched on it lately over the years. Yeah, difference of opinion, yeah. Difference of opinion. Uh, I think the Pope right now, well, should be removed. And I, I think it needs to be a severe house cleaning, the entire Catholic system, cardinals and bishops alike. Um, it's not what it was supposed to be, in my opinion. Um, I have most of the recovered Gnostics, you know, uh, from the uh, uh, Virgin Mary's uh, gospel mm -hmm. to, uh, you know, Doubting Thomas, if you will, uh, which, by the way, carbonated the oldest uh, gospel, by the way, is actually uh, Thomas, well, not cool in the Bible, which is crazy. Um, I don't know if we on that why, but I yeah. Um, and then, of course, uh, you know, uh, yep, can't be Well, that's yeah. Virgin, yes, Virgin Mary right there. You know, that's, you know, um, and uh, which was the first person Jesus showed himself to when he rose from the dead three days later. There's all these little things, you know, mixed in that make you think. Um, Judas, I have the, the, the gospel according to Judas, um, which he claims that Jesus came to him and said, hey, you know, and he should do something for me. And they're going to look down the history as the, the evil motherfucker of all yeah. times, you know. And, but this needs to be done, you know. And um, so I know, it's a very, very fascinating book uh, on the other side of the coin of uh, in the Christian faith uh, that's really suppressed uh, in a lot of different ways. You know, when the Council, the council and Nicaea got together, you see people talk about it all the time. So, you know, you really got to research it before you really understand what the hell they're doing. They wanted a very, a common theme, you know, what was going to be in the Bible, the Word of God. So a lot of Gospels um, that were, were that were verified, they came from apostles, for whatever reason, uh, were just thrown right out because they didn't go along with the theme they wanted to be. 
uh, right or wrong, that's what they did. It, it's just how, you know, and, you know, you, you hear, what's father, what's father's name there? Father, what we deal with? Billy? Yeah, Father Billy. I've had, tried to have this conversation with him, but Father Billy, I love you. But he's one of the types who's very well. Yeah, listen, anything goes, deviates. <laughs> you know, he's he sticks right to the... You know, the, I guess I would like to call it the game plan of the Catholic Church. This is this is it. There's no word, no way of deviation. You know, and I try to bring up little points with them, and he shot them down real quick. And I knew that how he was going to shoot them down, right? But wasn't not expecting it. You know, I knew what he was going to say before he said it. But I just wanted to see, you know, because he's a pretty open-minded individual. You know where he would go with it, but he kind of stuck to that. Um, and I, it, but anyway, so where was I going? Just a stigmata. So, so um, stigmata is recognized by the Catholic Church as a real phenomenon that could be inspired by Christ or God or whatever, uh, which is kind of cool. Um, it's not considered witchcraft or anything of that nature. Uh, you know, the, there's been offered up the opinion that uh, the people who have stigmata are in close relationship spiritually with the Lord or Father. Um, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, so, uh, I prayed and hoped something would happen. <laughs> Nothing for me. But, uh, oh, yeah, I, I meditated on this. I probably like a month, probably like 10 years ago before my Heather, you know, and I had all the sweet time in my hands. Uh, I would do little experiments and for a month at a time or whatever, and I would try and get in touch with the, the holy, holy side of me. And, and, you know, here's the interesting, funny thing about this, right? Here's a, so, I went to see with Jordan. I was at a house party for the kids okay. at around this time. Okay. And uh, he said to me, I'm not making this up. I'm not, he got no. to me and he goes, yeah, I have it on recording actually. I have a recording. Okay, and he good. goes, you are a very, very highly spiritual person. You, you know, you're very close to the source or something in the, the words of that effect. And it was during that time I was really trying to make that connection. You know, trials do not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like, I was going, I was going to church, and this is not an exaggeration. I was going to church three, four times a week. Not even make this up. It wasn't a Catholic church. It was the first assembly of God, because I wasn't the uh, pastor at the time. So I would go every night that they were open, almost. You know, around the motorcycle over. You know, do my hour, two hours, and it was a great experience. I and I did feel a lot closer to something. You know, it was, uh, and a lot of great things happened. After the fact that when you know I was doing all this, you know, so so I'm gonna put it out there. Right. So if you're gonna do more research on this, if you're looking at the female end of it, I would also want to. I would also be curious to know: is it strictly Catholics that experience stigmata, or do other religions? That's a great idea. Because. And I will, I will tell you, I'm going to deviate to a little story and I won't get back on it. So, I get a phone call. I don't know, this was a few months back. It's a woman. And she feels that she's possessed. I get these calls right now and then they come in through the specters hotline. She feels she's possessed and she, uh, she opened herself up and this, this demon came in and she feels like she's gonna die and da da da. She went and I'm like, well, I said, it sounds like you're a bit out of our area 
of expertise. Let me give you Jeff's number. I think, <laughs> I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't think Sage is going to help you, <clears throat> uh, you know, if you're hearing things and seeing things and you have urges to kill your boyfriend, things like that. I, I really feel you need to contact someone on a religious level. In the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lieutenant Father O'Shaughnessy. Um, and see about an exorcism. Contact uh, the church and blah, blah, blah. She's going in. I said, okay. I said, so, and she's talking. She's talking to me. She's talking about the church. So what what church do you connect with? And it's Billy Joe's Six Days of Our Lord <laughs> local tabernacle. And I'm like, okay. I think you're making probably a good first step. I don't think these people are going to help you. I said, you really need to be in touch with the Catholic Church. I'm not Catholic. I said, I understand you're not Catholic. I said, but these are the folks. Give Catholic charity a call. Something. These are the folks that deal with this, and you need to you need to see them and not not the Baptist minister of you know Clinton Street Orthodox Church. This is you're going about it, but you're going about it in a half-assed way. So I don't know what happened to this woman. I don't know if she killed the boyfriend. I don't know if she got help. Um, could very well have been psychological. Um, she knew the name of the demon. I said, really? So I told me his name before. I said, really? I said, because demons don't usually do that. That's They usually hide their name in order to maintain their power. And actually, until whoever can decipher who they are as far as a name, they can't drive them from your body. So if they can never, if they can't figure out who the demon is, that's the first step to, to be able to drive them from, from possessed. Now, there's there's two thoughts on that, by the way. I just want to interject. I've also heard the thought that you should never say a demon's name because it gives you power. If you know that, if um, you know a demon's name, it, it gives it power and brings it to you or some shit like that. Now, I picked that up from Chip Coffee and Paranormal State, so I don't know if that's true or not, um, but that's where I got it from. I think it's like anything. Um, I think, I don't think it gives it power per se as much as it you, it could be interpreted as an invitation to commit. Um, I think it's more, more what it is. Um, but I know as far as what I've seen, what I've read, what I've heard, when it actually comes to the, the exercise, the exorcisms, they need to know exactly who's hanging out in there with you in order to drive it from you. Because until, once, once they, once they had the demon's name, then it loses a lot of its power and it's much easier to drive from an individual home, things like that. Which I think is one of the reasons that the exorcism up at the Hinsdale house never worked. Because I think whatever they're dealing with is so freaking old and so elemental that I don't think any Catholic priest knows what to call it. And this thing doesn't communicate like First of all, they're, they're, they're trying to exercise a house. So obviously the house isn't going to be able to communicate the name of the demon to them. And 
it didn't even reveal itself as far as a name to a line. Just that it was very old, very nasty, and, you know, kind of fed off the, the light and the energy off people that came to the, to the house to, to visit the house and do investigation. But it didn't even really reveal itself to a lot of either. Or the most of it. So, but, um, yeah, and I would, I would look, I'd be curious to know if there's the stigmata thing is outside the Catholic Church. No, that's a great point. I will look into that. I will let you know. And during this whole conversation, I had a great idea. Uh, I want to call Catholic Churches now, and I'm going to put on a speakerphone, and I'm going to record it, and I'm going to say I need help from the exorcism. I'm just going to see what happens, and we'll play it on the show. I think that'd be hilarious. What do you think? I think it's a good idea. I don't know why you're sitting. I'm going to need you to record again. So you're so you can. There's two of you now. So you want a little extra food stamps? <laughs> <laughs> you need some extra food? No, no, no. What are you asking? I have a demon. <laughs> So you need your benefits doubled? My demon's telling me to kill everybody. <laughs> so anyway, we'll have to try that. Is it, is it shocking? You're going to make me come over here and talk to Heather. <laughs> find out where you are. Find out you've been arrested. Because <laughs> you threatened to kill yourself or someone else. Because you were possessed. <laughs> yeah, let's do a shot. Alright. Uh, possession. Possession. They never get a hold of you. <laughs> Evan Williams, Cherry, oh, Brandy, oh, Tap oh. Brandy, Bourbon, I'm sorry, Whiskey, Woo. whatever it was. I like that one. Which one was I'm that? I'm going to Cherry. It's a Cherry. I like it, Cherry. Honey's good, too. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'd be curious, be curious to, that'd be interesting to find out. Yeah. That may be why you had some difficulty achieving Punctures. What are you? Whatever you achieve, when you achieve stigmatism. Stig Me, Me, like a stuck pig, yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, really soon, the spirits in this what? house are going to go nuts. <laughs> the spirits are coming in the house right now. So we're going to hear banging, folks. I do apologize, but we have spirits here. They're evil spirits, and they don't have any in the form comprehension of how loud they are. In the form of a cousin. <laughs> no, actually, uh, cousin gone. Cousin has moved out. Really? And yes, they uh, have. Uh, I don't want to say too many details in case. I, I, know, I get it. I get it. I get it. It's a good ending. Nice. That's very nice. So, yeah, so everything is that exorcism. Moving along. That exorcism took hold. Nice. Good deal. Yep. Good, so deal. That. good deal. Good deal. Moving along. Um, Sasquatch. Phil Jordan. So speaking of Phil Jordan, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go, go for a shameless plug at this point to the 20 people listening. So January 9th. Okay. Alani will be at Tally Downs okay. doing a show, Evening Messages. Uh-huh. Which is the whole gather a bunch of people in the room. How much does this show cost? That'd be $30. That's actually not bad. That's not bad. No. Uh, there will be light refreshments. Okay. And uh, I'll post it on the site. And I'll post and it who do you get the tickets from? Uh, brown paper tickets. It's an online service. Uh, apparently, if I get to sell tickets at the door, I need to get a vendor license from the state of New York <laughs> and be approved by the casino. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I'm working on that now. Thank God there's two months till the show. But just state of New York making things difficult. Now, is she handicap accessible? Alani or the show? Alani. 
Sorry, I hit the snake. Uh, the show is. Um, the, the casino itself, it's on the hotel side. It's one of the ballrooms. Uh, that's all handicapped accessible. The elevator up to the floor where the ballrooms are. So I would think yes. Uh, no smoking, uh, casino property. Um, I don't think there'd be anything necessarily... I don't think the content is adult only, but I don't know if you want to spend thirty dollars to bring your no fifteen year old. No, of course not. You know, so so it's marked not kid friendly, but that's only because I don't. First of all, I don't think Lion would pick a child out of the audience to do a reading for him, and uh, it's a lot of money to spend just to have a twelve year old there. When 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 it's a evening with a lot of it doesn't guarantee that you're going to be picked. It does not. Okay. So there'll be anywhere from 40 to 50, 60 people in the room. Um, you know, this is this this draws a lot of energy and takes a lot out of Vellani to do these things. So the most she'll probably, she might go, I think she's going to go like an hour, take a break and do another hour. So it be about two hours total readings. Not readings, but messages. Right. Um, and then, um, so she might get through 24 ish, maybe 30 people um, out of the group that's there. Depends on what's coming through, who's coming through, depends how things go, depends how. Prompt people are about getting back to their seats after they have the break and intermissions, things like that. Um, it's messages, so it'd be five, maybe maybe seven minutes of conversation. It's not a full blown read. It's yeah, not it's, a, not, it's not a prediction of the future. It's someone crossing over. So and you yeah, so so should be like talking that. to possibly relatives, possibly higher vibrational energies, which are sometimes called guardian angels by Spirit other people. Guides. Spirit guides. Um, Sometimes your ancestors don't have enough strength to communicate with her, so they'll go through a, a, an intermedium spirit, talk to a line that has, has more energy, do that, communicate. Um, she gets sight, she gets sound, she gets smell, she gets taste. All five senses are going. Um, sometimes you get very confused, sometimes the senses get crossed. She'll, she'll smell a color or she'll taste the sound or, um, you know, those kind of things. Uh, you know, it may, be, it may be trying to lay something using bacon and she won't see bacon, but she'll smell it or taste it or you know, she'll taste blood or not. That happens a lot when we get hmm. into investigations where something nasty has happened. Right. And uh, when, we were, when we were up at the Hinsdale house over the summer, she was at the we also went to the Wildwood Sanitarium, and uh, she went. In the baby, we spent a lot of time in the basement, and uh, that was one of the first things I hit her when she walked in the bed. She cased that iron metallic taste in her mouth of, of blood. Hmm. You know, so um, it's and they they for whatever reason they communicate to her a lot in food food metaphors and symbolism. Really. And then Lani is, is, has her own system that equates what to what. It works. We gotta have her back on, and these are the kind of questions I need to ask. 
or maybe you need to ask you a better idea of what to ask them. Mm-hmm. Obviously, but this to me that is just absolutely fascinating. I didn't know that kind of stuff. Yeah. I didn't know those points, and uh, I, I obviously there's a lot more and, I could learn. Uh, I just think it's a fascinating book in the, um, into her world. Well, it, um, it's, it is, and I I can't even. I try to I try to envision it and I can't I can't I really can't um, and she sees things she sees she can see the spirit sometimes like is this funny thing about Jeffrey <laughs> didn't kill himself I'm pretty sure how they ask her I could have oh, known it I had never been there oh be, god damn it I'm sure we pissed um, yeah because she's just sick of seeing that on the fucking internet. Um, she doesn't like to investigate in the dark. Hmm. Um, and it's because she can't, and it's funny, it, her reason is funny because, because I know it's because she can't see, because it's dark and she can't see, so she doesn't know what's coming at her, but she does. If there's something nasty there or something that's there, do you feel it? She, well, she can see it. This, this, and I know we've talked about it. I'm like, plus with this, this thing at the Hinsdale house that over the summer, we were in, other than some ambient light from the, the voice box that, that Daniel was using, it was pitch black in this room. But she could see this freaking critter that was in the room with us. And she could see that it was a bluish gray, and she could see how tall it was, and she she could see that. It wasn't just a a description she was getting with words. Right. She could see this thing over in the corner, and the room was pitch black. None of us could see it. Right. I don't. Even, I don't even think. I don't even think the other medium in the room saw it until later. I, I don't know. I I don't think Chelsea works that way, and, and mediums work different. Right. Um, a lot of can see this thing. It's pitch black. No one else can see this thing. A lot of sees this thing. So, I mean, I, I I respect and, you know, accommodate the fact that she doesn't like to work in the dark. But but I don't know I don't know what the difference is for it. I have a question and maybe this is better asked to her at some point. Um, and if you want to answer it. No, so I get it. It's just a kind of a, it could be a family personal thing, but have any of the her offspring or grandchildren shown signs of the gift? Um, her children, no. Um, grandchildren, uh, we think the one, the older, we think the older granddaughter might be sensitive, uh, but she really hasn't explored that aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think our newest grandson is probably gotten the most genetics from Milani of, of all the so grandkids. So there's a possibility that gift has been passed down. Oh, yeah. It was passed down to her. her no, no, I understand Her that. roots go way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but I think... It was her grandmother, wasn't it, that guy? Uh, it's a great-grandmother that was... Part something, something medicine woman. I got it written down someplace. <laughs> um, but there's a lineage. Yeah, there's family, there's basically. there's a Native American side to her that uh, 
is where she gets a lot of this from. But her brothers and sisters didn't have it. And to my knowledge, her father's family didn't really have it. Did any of the So it actually may have skipped two generations before it went to her. Do any of the brothers and sisters' children or offspring or grandchildren or whatever have shown the signs that you're aware of? Not that I'm aware of, and I don't think if they do, anyway. it's, if it if they do, it's subtle, and it's yeah, they don't talk. Because yeah. gotcha. Alani was the black pretty much the black sheep. Yeah, yeah. she's the other half. Yeah. So Heather's that much. She's the black sheep. Opposite reasons. Well, but we we think we think the youngest, the great, the newest grandson, um, probably has uh, abilities. Cool. Um, after he was born. Uh, I know uh, her her son and daughter-in-law both started noticing things in the house, the shadows, things like that. And uh, the new the new baby seems to be attuned to things around it, and things like that. So we're, I think a lot is kind of monitoring the situation. The situation. Cool. So, it'd be interesting. Well, maybe he's going to be in better hands. You know? Well, I'll tell you what. Don't feel bad for any demons that go after him when you get broken. <laughs> yeah, right, this exactly. Kid, this gets a fucking monster. So, <laughs> like, not bad monster. Well, he is. He, right. like, he's he's a bruiser. He, I'm not sure where he got the Well, he got it from his mother's side because he's just a big kid. He just, he's like the Hulk. It's all Hulk smash. It's, that's his life. But anyways, anyways, so yeah, so leave the messages. We're excited about this. This is this is kind of Alani's 2020 thing this year. Uh, going into the new year, she's looking at doing these evening of messages. Um, she wants to get out. She wants to talk to groups and people and do shows where she talks about the paranormal and the psychic thing. And um, she started her own old production company where she wants to videotape and do presentations. I actually tried to she, was, she was she was inspired by the we went to see Josh Gates about a month and a half ago. He was big in the uh, he's an archaeologist at has his own show on Travel Channel. He goes to unique places and looks for the Yeti and looks for the No, I don't think so. No, John, no, he is. He's, he's a nice guy, and he's not the guy that said fucking somebody. No. Okay, okay. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't think. No, I don't think so. Um, and they kind of inspired her to say, you know, I could do, I could do this. I can sit there. I can stand up there for an hour and talk about my experiences. And yeah, well, entertain, I, entertain people and, and things like that. Well, so. That's very interesting because see, that, there's that's a good point. You know, I never thought of giving a presentation to a group of people until you guys asked me. It was you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I, I'm like, what? 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 You know, it never even occurred to me to do something like that. It was like my first time I ever did something like that. I, I actually did pretty good. You did great. Oh, it was great. We loved to have it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You yeah. got your response. You yeah. Got, I thought you got your response. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so, but, I, you know, being a store, former store manager like you, we, we had a lot of experience talking for the people. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't, I wasn't intimidated by it all. No. I'm like, well, I'm like, all right, well, how would I do this? And this, I mean, it was really easy, actually. It wasn't hard at all, no. you know. And uh, so I understand her point. You know, she's like, I saw this. And like, I can do that. It's you know, shit. Why not? You know. 
Totally get that. So yeah, this this coming year, 2020, you know, we're gonna get Alani out of her little comfort zone. She wants to do it, and you know, for years she gets mad because I'll promote stuff and you know something going. On, I'll just post up. I'll make up a little <laughs> draft or something and throw it out there. And yep, see the sticks. What were you gonna tell me? I said this is this is what's got to be. You can't. No, no, don't worry about it. I said, Tom, honey, I've been telling you this for a decade or more. Any publicity is good publicity. Yep. Believe me, either if, if they don't get the solid joke, then they don't get the solid joke. A lot of people are going to get it. A lot of people are going to say, oh, that's pretty. Right, right. You know, they're going to understand. So you just can't judge it by what you see as, you know, based on your, your hippie friends. What you know? What makes sense? What what's funny? What's not funny? What's, still, what's acceptable? Know, what's not acceptable? Use your reminder of this conversation after Trump cleans house in the next election. I mean, it's gonna be second large again. I know. Back, second I know, large I know. margin of victory. Same again. Second large margin of victory. I said a billion times in the show already. Okay, now at least hundred times. Yeah. In the show. And uh, I'm sticking to the number percent. And it's all been what one will consider bad publicity. But he is going to clean house. I, I don't. I can't make it more clear for people. I'm more convinced now than ever how easy a win is coming. It, it's not even a thought on my mind. Not yeah. a doubt at all. I mean, that's how unbelievably convinced by reading the signs that I've seen of the election coming. But anyway, but that's what you can use the exam. Yeah. You know. Um, okay. Anyways, you know, I'm going to use Trump, Trump as an example. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, you know. It is what it is. Um, moving on. Moving on. Uh, so can we talk about that part? Absolutely. All right, so I have a great story for you tonight, and this one I really don't need my notes for, so I'm not right. So we're going to go back, we're going to go back to, uh, let's say, let's say it's probably the early 80s. Um, uh, mid-80s, mid-80s, so we're going back to mid-80s. So there's a gentleman, we're going to call him Bob. Yeah. And uh, Bob is a fly fisherman freak. I mean, he loves fly fishing. So Bob has his favorite spot. He's in Orion, by the way. And uh, he likes to go to this particular spot. Uh, you know, it's a good 20-minute walk through the woods from this dirt road. It's in the middle of nowhere to get to this spot. Uh, so he's at a spot. And he's fly fishing. And he's doing this thing. He's a married guy. He's got kids in here. And uh, I'm saying it's that weird sense. You know, you get that weird, like the hairs. He's like, you feel like he's being watched. So he kind of glances. He doesn't see anything. He keeps doing his thing, but he, his animal instincts kick in a little bit. He's like, hmm, something's just not right. You know. So he decides to move up the creek bed a little bit because he's standing in his fly fishing in the creek. So he starts moving up the creek, and it's not a real big creek, so he can hear, you know, the sounds yeah. before. Yeah. Um, it's not like it's breaking water. And he gets up to the front of the creek, and. Uh, he hears something moving in the woods on his side, the closest side he is, to the, uh, uh, on the shore. And he's like, well, that's kind of odd. So he, as he's fly fishing, he just gently turns his body, he, you know, so he can see yeah, in the right. direction. And out of the corner of his eye, as he's fly fishing, he sees this thing stick its head out behind a tree, right? And he's looking at it, he's like, holy fuck. What is that? You know? And he's he can see it and it's got, you know, it's got a furry head 
and it's got a flat nose, and it's got these really pronounced eyebrows, and the eyes are really big. And all he can think of is it's the, is the ugliest thing he's ever seen in his life. It's like, he's, in his words, it was like demon scary. You know, it was just like, holy shit. So now he's scared, because he's like, what? There's a fucking monster peeking out behind the fucking tree at him. You know, it's obviously not a fucking bear, right? So, it, it was like this, leaning out, looking at him, right? And he's pretending he's not seeing it, because he's, he's like, shit. He's like, shit his pants. He's literally shit his pants in the fucking water at this point, fly fishing. So, he reels in, he goes, well, fuck it, I'm going to keep going. And so, like, he casts it out again, right? So, the, and the creature, like, tilted its head when he did that, you know, when he, and it was, it was like, watching what he was doing. So, he's like, you know, all right. I'm going to gently turn my body the other way <laughs> and walk further up the creek. That's what he does. He starts walking away from this thing in a nice, evenly, yeah. leisurely yeah. way. Remove himself from the situation, right? So he gets further up, but he gently turns back to where the creature was. Now, creature's gone. It's not in that spot where it's like, fuck, thank God. So I'm going to do this for like five more fucking minutes. I'm getting the fuck out of here. This is what Bob's thinking of. Okay. So then he hears her. Something running into the fucking woods. Now it's even closer. It's like 50 yards away, right? He's like, shit. You know, he's like, cast out to this thing, reeling in. And out of the corner of his eye, this thing now is not peeking around a tree. It's, it's got one hand on the tree, and it's leaning out. So you can see most of its body, right? And this one arm is hanging down, so it's right next to its knee. So it's got these long fucking arms, right? Body's full fur. He said, the thing was five and a half feet to six feet tall. So it wasn't huge. But you can see the muscles, you know, and it's looking at him. So he's like, shit, what do I do? He pulls in his reel. He's like, can't pay it. I can't. I die. So Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he reels and throws it out again, right? The creature watches him. Bob's like, the creature takes his hand off the tree. Bob thinks he's about to die. This the creature takes his hand off the tree, right? Poor Bob. just like this. Oh, I'm going to fucking die. You know, and the creature does this. Mimics what he just did. Right? So Bob's like, holy fuck, what's going on? This thing's fucking... <laughs> Bob's thinking it's fine. He, he's almost not a bear. There's no fucking apes in Oregon. It's not a man in a fucking suit. What the fuck is this thing, right? So Bob, he goes, okay. He's starting to calm down now. Because the thing, even though he's sure it's a wild animal, it's mimicking him. So the fear factor's gone away just yeah. a little bit at this point. So like, okay, so he started to calm down, he does it again, the creature does it again. So then he would he tilts his head to one side and tilts his head to the other side. The creature does the same thing. Bob can see this right so, Shit. So then Bob kinda like just sways back and forth in the water. The creature sways back and forth. That's so funny. Bob so Bob's getting a little calmer with the situation, and he's thinking at this point now he's dealing with a teenager or a juvenile. Creature, yeah, right? You know, in terms of age, this is something younger, right? And it's very curious about him, right? You know, and it's watching his every move. So, Bob whistles. He starts to whistle. Does my sound like this? The fucking creature starts to whistle the same tune that Bob did. So it's mimicking the fucking whistle now. So Bob's like, hold now that his fear is gone bad because he's like, holy shit, what the fuck is that? Because there's nothing in his mind. He never, you know, believed in Bigfoot. There's nothing in his mind that can compute this in what he knows about nature. Mm -hmm. He's been a fly fisher his whole life. Okay, he's been out with his whole life. How long ago was this? 
I'll bring you something back in the Okay, back in the right. So, so he's like, all right, just totally blown away by this. This went on for like 10 minutes, right? So then, all of a sudden, he hears a whistle, a real loud whistle. It comes up, there's like a, a ridge top mm-hmm. on the other side, not the same side of the creature, but right. on the other side. He hears a whistle. The creature stops looking at Bob, looks up at where the whistle came from, so it turned its whole body. Put its fingers to its mouth, so it It did a real loud whistle back to this thing, right? Next thing Bob hears is something massive coming down the fucking mountain. Trees are going down, branches are being broke. Bob is shaking his pants, he drops his pole in the water. He literally, because. You, you know, he can hear yeah, something no, I hear gigantic coming down, right? He's like, it's like fucking King Kong. Something's coming, right? And then he hears this scream. And I know what he's talking about when yeah. he's like this. The scream you hear in the show. But it's close. He hears this scream and it rips through the man's body, right? And he, at this point, his balls and his dick will back up in his body. You know, they're back. His, his balls are in his throat. And I understand the feeling. I get it, Bob. I've been there. So, this is what Bob is going through. He's sweating. He thinks he's having a heart attack. <laughs> Fucking poor guy, right? So, <laughs> no shit's going on. He's got a creature standing here. Another one comes screaming down to the fucking woods at him, right? So then, this creature over here, the one that, you know, they're communicating mm-hmm. back, it gives off three hoots. Like an owl. He said it sounded just like an owl. You would think it was an owl coming from this thing. That's interesting. Uh-huh. Three hoots. The creature coming down, whatever it was, stopped dead. Gave two hoots back. The creature over here, the one that the juvenile, lifted itself a little straighter and whoosh, right through the creek, like mm-hmm. three, four bounds through the creek and whoosh, towards where the other large creature was. Bob immediately <laughs> turned toward the creature, you know, the, you know, to the bank that. The creature came from to go the other way, and he went to the bank where he knew, you know, his exit was. He left his equipment, all his shit, and ran to the woods in the He never, ever, ever went fly fishing again. He's done. Never, poor man, never could go back in the woods. He's that terrified of the woods. And he credits, and here's a good fact, the thing about this, there's a lot of interesting facts, we'll get to in a minute, but he credits the Juvenile Sasquatch to saving his life. Because yeah. he was quite convinced when he heard that thing come crashing, he dropped his pole and that scream, he thought for sure he was gonna be ripped in half. There was no doubt in mind in Bob's mind what was gonna happen to him when this creature got to where they were. Um, you're dealing with a wild animal, you've got a youth yep, that's, that's probably protected by a mother or a papa, yeah. and they're coming, and they're coming hard. And he figured for sure he was about to die. Um, so he credits this youth to saving his life. You know, basically said, hey, or some, whatever it communicated in those hoots, hey, I'm cool, we're good, I'm on my way, pop. You know? Chill <laughs> <laughs> the fuck out. Chill <laughs> the fuck out, here I come, nothing to see here. <laughs> Now, see, in all our talks, right. this is the first time I've heard you say that someone reported it making an owl sound. Really? I don't, I've never heard you say it. I, I have said they mimic. And I, I, I mimic, mimic. Mimic birds. Yeah. You said they mimic birds, but I've never. This was well, I find it funny because if you listen to what we posted, 
there's a lot of owl sounds in there too. Right. I'm not sure how big the owl population is <laughs> where we were. Right. Right. I'm just saying, that's, I find that interesting. Yeah. Um, and, you know, this kind of goes back, and the reason I love this story, because it kind of goes back about the whistling mm -hmm. that I heard when I was with Steve and Will at 3 o'clock in the morning, they couldn't right. and they're out cold. You know, um, there's nothing that whistles other than humans. That, that's a fact. In, in my phone. Yeah, but you know, you know what I'm saying? There's my, nothing. my phone, we're in the middle of the woods. You know what we were. Right. Was there any human beings there? Uh, just two making out in the car. But, or that? No, just two making out in the car. But No, no, no. I'm talking about when you and I were when we went camping. Oh, we can't, no, no, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> a fucking mountain. It was just you mean the dead bodies that people yeah. buried out there. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. there was yeah. nothing, no. There was so, nothing. you hear whistling out there at 3 o'clock in the morning in oh, the yeah. woods. We There's not a lot of options of what that yeah, was making then, you know. Um, so, and that's why I like that particular story from Bob, is because it kind of relates to what I've encountered, not visually, but what I've encountered in yeah. Ottawa, you know, in alternate terms. Um, so in that general area from the screams, mm -hmm. I've heard them, I've heard the whoop, the owls, the owl sounds, and I've heard the, um, the whistles, you know, which is just quite fascinating. So that's the center of my spot, hot spot. Yeah. Um, I have another story. This okay. is, oh, this is fucking great. This is fucking <laughs> great. This is, this is the late 70s, right? This poor guy. So there's an 18-year-old, 17-year-old kid, right? And he gets a summer job, and this is in Happy Camp, California. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Camp was big logging place back then. I don't know if it back then. And uh, he gets a, he gets a job at a, a logging camp, and his job, okay, is when the workers are away from the site, they got to have someone up on the mountain to watch over the equipment for some reason. Okay, so, you know, yeah. that happens. And, yeah. you know, so his job, his summer job, was to hang out at camp with no one was there in his trailer and just keep an eye on shit. And and it gets cold. You know, so to start the equipment, make sure it's running, and you know, all that. So he had a little job to do and shit like that. So, you know, his first day in a job, he gets to the boss's office, this logging company, and there's tracks, there's there's plastic kit there, there's like 10 different casts. And, you know, of course, he's a kid, well, what the hell is this? You know, and, uh, you know, big, and back then, Bigfoot was a joke. You know, it was so. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a joke. And, you know, well, you know, you make these casts, you know, where you're going, create something, we don't know, we just, you know, find equipment, mess around with and shit like that. So, this kid, you know, we'll call him James. James thinks that, you know, the, the guys are fucking with You know, make this poor kid scared at night, you know. We're paying him good, we're scaring the shit out of him, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, he didn't put any stock in it, any of the shit, you know, these, this, the owner and the, the manager were trying to tell him, you know, like, hey, this be careful, there's a gun there for you, and, da, 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 da. and there was, it was a gun So, he gets up to camp, and uh, the first time he's there, nothing happens, he does his job, turns the vehicles on, does thing. Mm -hmm. he likes to read, this is the out there, there's no cell phones. Right, no, right. Yeah, like, he would eat shit, goes to sleep. It was the second night he was there, and uh, he was reading, he just checked out the equipment, came back in, and uh, he was flipping through his book, he got a light on, maybe half an hour to that, and he hears a, Loud slap, you know, coming from outside on one of the, the vehicles, one of the, you know, the big tractor, yep. not the tractor, but the, the bulldozers. Like someone took their hand and just bang it, and you see it bang. He's like, what the fuck was that? So he's taking the bear, you know, so he gets his right flock, he goes outside, he's got a big flashlight, doesn't see anything, but he hears something, something running away, you know, mm -hmm. and it sounds like it's on two feet. He's like, what the fuck? Could that be? 
we're in the middle of a mountain. Yeah. You know, it takes an hour to drive up here. <coughs> you know, because, you know, the mountain roads, it takes an hour. It's, it's walking, but it's not yeah. like a regular road. It takes an hour to all this from here. Fucking crazy. So he goes back into his place. That's it. Gets up in the morning, doesn't find any tracks, doesn't find anything out of order. Okay, all good. Next thing. Does it around, starts with equipment, goes back. For whatever reason, you know, again, he's not concerned. He just doesn't believe in this shit. For whatever reason, he left the rifle sitting on one of the vehicles that he started and checked. Just forgot it there. So he goes back in the trail. And he's uh, in it. There's doors, there's other light, starts reading his book. Half an hour in, James, I call him James, right? So anyway, he's in. So anyway, James. And uh, this time, he hears a loud slap right on the trailer. He's like, holy shit, what was that? So now he's pissed off because he thinks the workers are fucking with him. Right. You know, he, he thinks it's a joke at this point. Gets fucking flashlight, goes on side. He's like, all right, motherfuckers, I know you're here. He's screaming and yelling, right? And then turns the light over. And next to one machine, about 100 yards off, right, is this, this mass. And these two big red fucking eyes about eight feet up in the air. And he's like, fuck! <laughs> At this point, things start to run through James's head. Yeah. This isn't normal. No, no. These are these are my co coworkers no, no, that's cool. fucking with me. So he turns tail, runs in the trailer, locks the door, and goes, Alright, what did I just see? He doesn't have five minutes to think about it. Because all of a sudden the trailer starts rocking oh, back and forth, right? And then these pounding starts happening. Bang, bang, bang. And this thing is, this, this trailer is being pulverized, literally pulverized by massive blows. By, by one, by, by multiple creatures at this point. And they're screaming. These things are screaming, that scream, right? Yeah. And he's like, holy fuck! You know, the kid's freaking, he's fucking freaking out, right? He's shitting his pants right there. Out of the TV, the trailer's rocking forward, he's losing. He, the trailer rocked so violently, he actually fell over and smashed his head on the cabinet and cracked open his head, leading to getting stitches the next day, right? Blood's dripping out of this guy's head. Trailer's going back and forth, and he's like, fuck, what am I going to do? And at this point, he doesn't even realize he's fluffed the gun over it. Right. He doesn't even get it, right? So, it gets really violent. Then, the pounding starts, and the roof, the roof starts caving in. It starts caving in, and he's freaking out because now he knows these things are so strong, you know, they can come in, they're going to rip off the top of oh, yeah. something, and they're we'll going to get me, and I'm going to be in the pieces. Yeah, this, right. is, a, this is a tin yeah. shell. Yeah. So, then all of a sudden, it violently, boom, it's turned over on the side. He goes flying, right? And the big glass window on this thing breaks, right? So, this window, it's like four by four feet, whatever, it breaks, and it's just wide open now. So, here he is, right? Pitch black dark, everything's out. Trailer's upside down. These creatures are fucking screaming motherfucking bloody murder after pounding on the thing for 10 minutes, right? So this guy, for 10 minutes, he went to, just think about what people like for 10 minutes, right? No gun, no way to defend yourself. And you know there's something out there because they're beating the shit out of a trailer, and they're huge. And all you can think of is they're so strong that they can tear this open like a tin can. Now, just going to grab on the piece of that metal where that window mm -hmm. was and just rip it back, and I'm a goner. And he goes, I've got the gun. <laughs> I've got the gun. And then it hits in his mind, I don't, I don't have a gun. Oh, fuck, I'm going to die. Right? So it gets quiet. After this happens, there's always a cricket. You hear the crickets again. 
So he's like, fuck it, whatever happens, this one's so evil. Gently, like a worm, snake gets his way up to the opening where the glass was, and he peers out, and 50 feet down, where the, the turnaround is for the water camp, you can see these two large creatures. One was at least nine feet tall, and one was a little bit smaller, where he's about eight feet, right? <laughs> Fucking massive. And they're gibberish. They're, they're doing something. He used to call it gibberish, but they were obviously talking, they were communicating with right. each other. This went on. He watched these two things for the next six fucking hours. Six hours. This poor bastard, this kid, is stuck there. He can't move. He can't do anything. He's just watching them. And he, he's sure that they know he's watching them. He's positive. And for whatever reason, they don't rip his head off, which he can't understand because he's putting through fucking murder hell, right? So at the crack of dawn, they leave. He waits for the hour, <laughs> gets up, you know, where the vehicle was, and the radio is. Hey, it's motherfucking hell. <laughs> it's like a crew, and our later crew is up there, taking down the stitches. And, uh, you know, the owner, the manager, got horrible, and, and it just, horrible. They actually paid for his entire summer. They gave him the total salary. Even though he worked two or three days, he worked three days total. They gave him the entire summer salary and promised him. Because of the shitty mm-hmm. And then what they did was they uh, would not let the logging camp crews go back up there for two weeks. He wanted to get these things where they were trying to fuck off. Um, but I just found it a fascinating story. And, you know, he uh, he never told him he was younger. Um, he told his dad. That was the only person he ever told him. Uh, but because he felt like, you know, people were going to anyway. And he goes, I know what I saw. I know what happened. It right. was real. I never believed in Bigfoot. I thought they were bullshitting me. This shit really exists, and that's a fact. These are wild animals, and they're obviously what kind of intelligence there because they obviously have a language they can communicate that right. together. Uh, and I'm telling that story that because that is not the first time I've heard the gibberish, you know, right. in stories where these things even talk. Yeah, you know, yeah. Where hunters talk about it, hearing them talk to each other and shit like that. Um, so there is some kind of communication skills there. So it's just one of those fascinating stories. James got his. Uh, Full summer salary, three days in hell. No, for the last right. day was hell. <laughs> but it goes back to why I think the logging, you know, the logging companies realize, and that's why logging, you know, realize this. I brought up in the show before, and I brought up on Let's Talk Ghost. You know, if, when you become a logger in Oregon, California, Washington State, you sign a waiver with your logging company that if you witness something that's abnormal, like something called a Bigfoot or a Sasquatch, not making this up, this is a legitimate fact, you sign a waiver that you're not going to report to the press and you only report it to your boss. You're not allowed to talk about it. That's part of your contract agreement with your employer. I am making this up. And the reason for that is because once that creature is recognized as indigenous or whatever, you know what I'm saying? They'll stop walking. As long as it's going to stop. That's their natural habitat. It's going to stop, and these companies are aware of that. That's their livelihood. That's their business. Yeah. That's their money. Um, and I, I had said before, there's literally billions of dollars at stake. Billion, not billion, billions upon billions of dollars at stake. Yeah, I mean, if you're talking '70s, there was nothing to those trailers. There, I'm not sure what he was in, but. Yeah, there's nothing to that. It's something slightly better than sheet metal. Yeah. 
Yeah, on some kind of freaking frame that's not industrial steel. Yeah, no. <clears throat> we, uh, I don't know if we talk about this on the show or past or not. We had uh, our neighbors, our, na- my, my, our next door neighbor who was, I know I've talked about him, that he was just a MacGyver kind of genius to make anything out of yeah, whatever's around and stuff. <clears throat> they have a camp up in the Adirondacks. Uh, it's off of one of the small lakes off of Indian which is a much bigger lake. And um, the, the original camp was nothing more than three or four basically fishing sheds. And these things are basically, I don't know, like a, like a tool shed you'd have in your backyard on kind of a big wooden ski base. So you push this thing out of the lake and ice fish out of it, right? So there were two or three of these in the camp. And then he had had a mobile home taken up there and delivered and dropped off. But this is, again, this is back in the, back in the 70s. And uh, we went up one winter, it was like uh, February, I don't know when it was. But it was winter, we, we couldn't drive down the camp. We had a park at the top of the, the hill where it was. And it was probably a good good half mile hike down to get to the base of the camp where it was on the lake. He's right on the lake. And uh, I can only imagine because it was I mean you still use an outdoor shitter. You know, that's that's how primitive the camp was. And, um, yeah, that can, and I, I know I remember them talking about stories about, you know, bears and things in the woods and this, that, and I think, I think they, I'm sure, I'm sure Merrill had one or two <laughs> Bigfoot stories he relayed and then they, you know, but, um, I can only imagine. Yeah, that would be just weird. Yeah, I, I, I try to put myself in James's, uh, shoes in that trailer in the panic. Feel and I, I remember the panic I felt just here in the thick of my own way. I can't, I can't even fathom the amount of fear. I'm a pretty brave fellow. I'm, I'm you know, well trained, you know, uh, physical combat. And but you know, there's this, there's something you can't. Yeah, you're not gonna go toe toe. Yeah, you can't fight. You no, know, you, you know, and you know that. You know what I'm saying? And not to have your gun on top of it. I mean, can you imagine that feeling? Like. Holy, I'm going to die, and I'm going to die right now. <laughs> These things are going to rip me apart and eat me. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, that would be running through my mind. I'd be in pure panic mode. I would first one a minute. I'd be in pure fucking panic mode. Be like, fuck, here we go. It's over. I'm going to stab myself now and get it done with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, I think of all the things I did in my youth, I mean, like, when I was 10 and 12. Right, yeah, me too. 8, 10, 12, like, I talked about being in the, you know, state park, but even when we would go up there in the summertime to this camp up in the Adirondacks, i grab my BB, grab my BB gun, <laughs> my BB gun, and, you know, jump in a canoe and head off to wherever and go hiking and thinking nothing of it. Not thinking, even... Simple things, yep. like bears and shit like that. Bear, and my BB gun, that was all set. Yeah. For 
for, for a while. I was a Red Rider, then I graduated to Crossman 760 pump action, but I think it's not going to do a lot of good. <laughs> not going to do a lot of good, unless I shoot the fucker in the eye, but even then, I just piss him off a little bit. So, um, so there was a, Lenny sent this guy to me, there is a something Chief Chief Wolf. He's an Indian. Um, can't remember his history. Basically, he didn't move out of the reservation. He had a friend that was that lived out in the Pacific Northwest and went to live with his friend. And his friend got him set up in the, the hills with a place to stay and things like that. And basically, lived there his whole life um, instead of being on a reservation. But he had. It's on the internet. He had an incredible Sasquatch story. Hmm. I think this guy's still alive. I'm going to try to contact him. Is this the one she sent me to She sent me a message. Yes, then yes, she did send it to you. I'm going to try to get a hold of him. And uh, again, I think, I know you and I are looking at doing more stuff in 2020, like Lonnie yeah. is, um, to get him to interview and maybe either, you know, get, either get him on a, a live show. With a Skype interview, right. or interview him over the phone and right. record. record it that way, and then tie it in. Yeah. But uh, I would love to talk to this guy and have him actually relay the story. Yeah, that Melania in for stuff. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of things we can do. We can look at, I want to look at the one we want to do. We're almost there. Yes, we middle middle right. November. Right. Middle of November. We'll probably we'll probably squeeze one more show in, and then things get sketchy through the holidays. Kennedy's anniversary. Yep, yeah. No, that was October. Uh, no, November 23rd. Oh, October Missile Crisis. Jesus Christ. Yes. Get, uh, you're right. Remember Missile Crisis. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Now, this is the old house. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um. Yeah, I think there's a lot of good things. And I know a lot of people are trying to do Trying to do a lot of shows and fairs and prayer cams this year, so taking a report with us, trying to get some interviews in there, talk to people. I've had a lot of, uh, I've had some, uh, we talked about on the show, I, I had my uh, my dream about the candy assassination. Remember, that was I was really doing my research in because I couldn't you know, enhance by that. But, you know, being on the grassy hill, mm -hmm. all that crap. And then I had my, um, my dream where I was in the room with Lincoln and, and the steward that was taking care of him. Stuff more and more interesting. Yeah, it's. I'm, oh my gosh, speaking of Bigfoot. What? Jeez, we were. You see the news. Which one? About the giant Capitheus. No. And the DNA. Well, they linked their giant Capitheus 
to a orangutan, one of the current living day species, they live to DNA as being one of those great ancestors. So we know that giant epithiuses in DNA has lived on and one of the other species. Uh, and I wrote it down, of course, I don't have it in front of me. Okay. And uh, anyway, this particular species um, is the one that uh, has the ability to use small tools, uh, uh, plays jokes, uh, uses sign language. Uh, it's actually got, it's considered the smartest of all the, including the over the great eight, smartest of the uh, species, uh, of all the, the chips mm -hmm. and all that. Uh, and I just found it fascinating uh, that giant pythias, which walked on two legs, which was 12 feet, 16 feet tall, um, its great, 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 great ancestor is considered the smartest living uh, of that species today. Which, you know, You're right. Uh, but it's not fascinating to know that, you know, and uh, which I think adds a little credence to the fact that maybe Mr. Sasquatch is an offshoot of giant epithecus and uh, continued on with his gigantic part, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, uh, but its mind is developed with the size of its head as well. Different type of big brain, still animal-like, but extremely intelligent. We call it animal. What? I mean, okay, granted, they don't, they're not, their big brain isn't, you know, developing nuclear weapons and stuff. It sounds like they have a fairly intricate language that not only is verbal gibberish, but also sound whistles they have the ability to manipulate their surroundings. Obviously, the other bill to stay hidden. Pregnancy, quite You know, uh, I don't know. I, I think they'd be utilizing more of their brain than the rest of us. You ever want to watch a fascinating YouTube video? Um, there's one I really like to watch. I want to watch the billions of them. Right and it's one where this family's out, guys. They're on their field, the hill, right? They're, they're, they're just trying to shoot. The kids are shooting away. They're going to shoot them. And they're running the videotape. And they're just watching the kids just shoot. They're not, there's nothing mentioned in the film about seeing anything or, oh, what's in the background, none of that shit, right? And they actually, they watch me, they don't even see it like the first 50 times they watch it. It's like two years later. You know, watch it, they're like, hey, what's that? Way over near the field moving. You know, and it's this creature. It, it's something in the woods. It's big. It's obviously big. And when the guns go off, one of the shots, this thing jumps up and darts. I mean, it's, it's huge. And it, just, and it moves so fast, it's unbelievable for its size. Mm -hmm. And you can tell, I mean, by the trees that are there, by the distance of where they were, and the scale you see, you know this thing is big. You know, and it's moving at an incredible, like an inch. It's moving at an incredible pace. Just look for it on YouTube. Video of it. It's, it's wonderful to watch. Well, you know, um, another great guy to watch is uh, I think his, I think his name on YouTube is Bigfoot Thicker Thunker. Yeah, and he takes videos of supposedly Sasquatches and he breaks them down frame by frame. Does all the enhancements he can to bring out as much detail 
his work is beautiful. The stuff that you would do. You know what I'm saying? It's the kind right. of thing I can see you originally doing. And he, he just does a wonderful job with it. And he's able to debunk the ones that are obviously shit. Right. But there's ones who's like, holy shit, this yeah. is the real one. You know, I mean, like, there's no doubt about it. You, you can't you can't debunk this one. You know, uh, wonderful stuff to watch. Oh. Yeah. What time is it? There's a lot of crap out there. Yeah. Uh, we're about an hour and a half of yeah, I, I do. Okay. So, yeah, so a lot going on. We got a lot going on. Holidays coming up. Like I said, we'll probably squeeze at least one, maybe two more shows in, and kind of hiatus till yes. January. Yeah. Well, at least from the show, we may get together and start mapping yeah, out, yeah, mapping yeah, out yeah, 2020. Yeah. Um, we'll look at shows we're going to do and, and uh, see our opportunities. Maybe from the list of people we like to interview. <laughs> Wings and beer. Um, but uh, yeah, I think 2020 can be a good year for everybody. It'll be good for us. And we're going to get more into it. So, But yeah, it, yeah, Bigfoot's interesting. UFO's next. Yes. UFO's next. Um, I know I was big into UFO's when I was younger, but I can kind of try to look at that again if it's possible. Absolutely. Another, another group that's very. Closed we mouth. Closed mouth. A trip in the Hummer to Pinewood, New York. It is the capital on the East Coast for UFO sightings. Okay. It's right down the Hudson Valley. It's not that far from here. It's a couple hours drive. I've never before Heather. We had a great time. Um, there's all kinds of shit to see in that town. Um, all kinds of phenomena. There's a graveyard. It's definitely haunted. There's ghost lights, videos galore coming out of your asshole. Literally, look up Pine Bush. Pine Bush. Just start there and just okay. get every link you can. So, yeah. Pine Bush, New York. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. So, we're going to wrap things up. Uh, Jeff Starters, I'll end this. Um, there are more things in. What is it? Your imagination than there are in New York? There's a bunch of shit. <laughs> There's a bunch of shit we don't know about. And, you can sit there and say it isn't real, but you're in the lab. Yeah. Like I said, the more stuff I see in, you know, the paranormal stuff. Not, I'm not saying see on television. I, even some of the newer shows I liked initially, they're starting to do some stupid shit now. It's Rob Arrays, man. You know what's that? I want to catch at least one episode of Expedition Bigfoot and see what that's all about. I just go a podcast and listen to that. Actually, it's called the Bigfoot Show, and uh, it's been around for four or five years now. Four years. They started in 2015. I listened to some of their first. Show. I started listening to some of their first shows today, and uh, they were harping on someone, some guy that puts out all kinds of bogus videos and Bigfoot sighting stuff, and he somehow roped in, roped in someone that's fairly well known and respected in the field to. Work with him on a project, and they couldn't believe this guy was working with. Oh, you're talking about Todd. Talking about Todd. It could be. Todd Stanton or Todd Stern or whatever. I, I, you know it could what? be. Don't wait before we end they, the show. They were just they were just harping on this guy. Well, let me tell you something. Before I I I, I, I jump on the band ragging and bashing Todd, <laughs> uh, I was one of those bashers. Right. But I have seen. Some of Todd's evidence, and it is some of the best evidence I have ever seen. I have to make a readjustment of my opinion of the man. Um, he got Jeff 
you're probably referring to Jeff Melbourne from uh, Nebraska University, whatever, the anthropologist. He got him involved on one of his uh, It may be. And, it may be. Um, so you got some very well-known scientists, you know, credited PhD people, who do investigation with them. And I think that's the whole big community was so against Todd that they jumped over. Like, how the fuck did he talk to these guys into doing this shit? pretty much what they were saying. No, no, and I get it. It's pretty much what they were saying. No, I get it because Todd is a. I, I, I deal. Tim, the, the guy from Elmire, uh, Tim Holmes, the big hunter from Elmire. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's very similar to Todd, but Tim is a legitimate, real person. He wouldn't fake something. And I think Todd's saying that a person, he's, he's abnormal, but he's not, I don't think he's making the shit up. Okay. And I've seen his footage, and I don't give a fuck what, who you are. His footage, and who proved to me it's fake? Because no one has yet. No one's been able to prove it yet. You may say, oh, well, this proves it. No, that doesn't. Just because you say it, you proved it, doesn't mean it. Show me the documentation where you prove this guy is bullshitting because right now I haven't seen it and I have to give the guy all the credit in the world. He's done a documentary, I think it's on Netflix and maybe on Hulu. It's on definitely on YouTube at this point, but you want to see the some of the best motherfucking up close footage of a Sasquatch, you want to watch this guy's shit. Yeah, we'll have to. Yeah. So there's a, actually a line I want to watch. There's a Netflix maybe? Something, 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 Boggy Creek. Oh yeah, Bobby it's not, it's not the movie. Right, right. It's like a three or four part episodic right. thing. It looks like it's a girl and a guy that do the investigation. Um, it's actually someone that Alani knows. The uh, or it's someone that Alani knows that knows him. Um, the the movie director that has done a couple of the movies Alani's been in. Right. Um, his. Either he did them or his protege did them, but he recommended it to her. This guy's a little odd, but yeah, whatever. Um, so she wants, we're going to watch that right here eventually. I think I'm going to take our hiatus in December and start listening to some stuff and get myself more familiar with your your end of the spectrum and get names and check things out. Do that. But hey, again. The more I see this stuff, the more I see whatever the evidence is. Makes me think, makes me ponder. But there, there's other things out there science can't explain, and that's just too damn bad. That's right. Too damn bad. Get over it. Get over it. Hasta la vista. Baby. Baby. And now for the legal jibber-jabber. Let's Talk It All is for entertainment only, and the opinions expressed are those of the expressors and not necessarily those of anyone else. The First Amendment and the randomly placed phrase, or did they, is all the legal protection we need to express ourselves in a serious, sarcastic, informative way. A lot of what we know is from the internet, so it has to be true and accurate so please hate the game and not the player.